welcome to the Teeth of Grace. My name is Sarah Schaefer, and I'm here with my good friend Kathy Loudenberg. Because of the weather and because of sickness and all sorts of things, Kathy, you and I have been recording these over our devices. You're on your computer, I'm on my iPad, and I just we've I just bring that up because I know some people have commented to us about how we're kind of talking over each other sometimes. And it's because we're not sitting next to each other and can't give each other any visual cues. So it happens. Well, yeah. And I apologize because when I listen to them, I'm usually the one jumping in with too much exuberance to amplify what you just said. I get so excited. So uh, I will really try to be a better a better partner today, Sarah. <laughs> well, it doesn't bother me at all. And if I say something that's that exciting, I mean, so be it. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's what it is. Um, it is. We are who we are. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but I just thought I'd explain that to our listeners so that they know, you know, when we're, when we have the opportunity to be together and record, it's, it's a real privilege, but we're just really thankful that we can keep going with recording the podcast um, when you're kind of stuck in the snowy mountains and there's yeah. just been a lot of life going on for both of us here. So, yeah. yeah. Well, today um, we're going to be looking at Second Samuel 22. And this came to my mind when we were talking last week about being trained for war. I was thinking about mm. those verses and I couldn't quote where they were exactly. It's actually in Psalm 18 and in Second Samuel. And we're going to sort of focus on the Second Samuel mm-hmm. part of it, even though they're almost identical. Kathy, do you want to read, start at the beginning of Second yeah. Samuel 22? Yeah, where it even begins. It's just an awesome declaration you know we've talked about this before of who is god in my life mm-hmm. and and what does that relationship look like and it, it's it starts out in three the lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer the god of my strength in whom i will trust my shield and the horn of my salvation my stronghold and my refuge, my savior, you save me from violence. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Oh, Sarah, that, if we just spent all day there, we could um, mine nothing but gold. It's my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my strength, my shield, my stronghold. Just those seven words, if we could apprehend those in the depth of our spirit not in our heads not that knowledge that comes from the mind and the brain but the knowledge that comes straight from the holy spirit who lives within us the teacher if we could my hope is that as we do these podcasts and as we share these that that the holy spirit inside the listeners would just rise up and give it to them, you know, like, I, it's hard to explain. You can read something, but then you can have it. You can own it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I had a pastor who used to say that these things can't be taught. They need to be caught. Oh, love that. 
it's the same. It's true. It's what we need the Holy Spirit to help us catch it deep in our, in our soul or our spirit, like you were saying. Yeah. It's when our, because our mind and our emotions are so fickle and so easily toyed with by Senate, by Satan and our enemy and, and by the circumstances around us. But the walk in the spirit is so much deeper and that's where our solidarity is. And he's my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, the God of my strength. And then our part in whom I will trust. There's the, there's the, uh, right there. God is saying, David is saying, this is who God is and my shield and my stronghold and my refuge and my savior. But it's that in whom will I trust? Mm. And I think we have somewhat lost our way as Christians in this country. We've never had to have such deep, deep, deep faith because we've lived fairly easy lives. But as things get harder and as things crumble more and more and more around the entire world, how much, where's my trust? If, if you gave me a litmus test today or a thermometer test, mm. am I doing my part? He is who he is. And it's clear here. He's all of those powerful things in him. I trust how much of that is become so a part of me that, that whatever hits tomorrow won't rattle me, mm. won't shake me. Mm -hmm. So just the beginning of yeah. is just, we could, if that's all, if that's the only few verses of the Bible that we had, I read a lot of missionary stories and sometimes people have one verse and they live on it because they're, they're in countries that won't allow the Bible. If that's all we had, wouldn't that be all we need? Mm. It's good stuff. And I like that you were saying in verse three that that's who I trust who and um then I noticed in verse four it says I call upon the Lord mm -hmm. so there's that trust and then that action of I'm I'm going to call on you in the moment that I need you like there's yeah. this ongoing trust but then there's also the calling out when needed yeah it's another way to say what we've said before in several podcasts of it's when our emotions and our mind go Whoa! you know, all of a sudden they get jolted. How quickly can we come to, mm -hmm. I will call upon the Lord. It's mm -hmm. how quickly we can come back to the rock and come back to the stronghold and come back. And that takes practice. And we're, we're getting a lot of practice right now. What you've been under, um, I've had so many friends I'm praying for right now that are in some tough, tough, tough times we talked about Zechariah saying that I will put my one third in the fire because I'm refining them. So we need to, um, we're in a crash course kind of here, I think a crash course in the Bible of how quickly can I turn right back to, I trust mm -hmm. have that little, you know, where I hold my breath and then get, you're so, you're so right, Sarah, to get right back to what I need to do. I will trust and I will call on him. Yeah. Well, and I like that David explains why he calls upon the Lord because he is worthy to be praised. Yes. That strikes me too, because 
<laughs> there's, I think when you're in the midst of difficult things and you're trying to figure out what to do and, and where to go for help, to know that God is, he's not just strong. He is all those things. He's our rock and our fortress, but he's also immensely beyond mm. the circumstances that I'm in yeah. and worthy to be praised totally mm -hmm. beyond and apart from anything, any situation that I currently am in. So I can call on him because he is other than he is, yeah. he is worthy to be praised and, yeah. And then I think it's, uh, I think we did this a long time ago in Jose. I don't know the exact reference. You'll probably know it. It's where he says, is she, the two names for God. One is that he's God. One is that he's my husband. It's my husband. So that's the other part of this. He's worthy because I am his. Mm. He has betrothed me to himself as his bride. He's betrothed you. And, and it, there's, there's that depth too, to which we must aspire. He's not just God to give me what I want and a vending machine. He bought me with a price and we will no, no longer call him master. Mm. We will call him husband. Mm. And that goes even deeper, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not just that he's worthy. He's the lover. Mm -hmm. the lover of me the lover of our souls yeah so um yeah and i i don't know if we even want to try this maybe we shouldn't do it as around the first time but <laughs> after i was saved um i was very young <clears throat> didn't know anything about the bible and i they had just lots of songs little tiny songs um <clears throat> not these big albums and all of these cds but just little verses that were put to song. And uh, I'm going to try to do this one, Sarah. You may have to jump in and save me. <laughs> I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The Lord liveth and blessed be the rock and let the God of my salvation be exalted. The Lord liveth and blessed be the rock and let the God of my salvation be exalted. And it is fun and around, but... I, I'm having trouble with my memory. I'll just say it. Um, my tests for dementia and for um, a couple other things haven't been great lately. And I'm struggling mm. with my memory, but not when it comes to these, these little songs. Right after my suicide attempt, I got into such a wonderful church where music was worship and worship was music. It wasn't just playing around on instruments and where I learned there's two of them in this chapter that that I can always remember music because that's how he's always ministered to me through music. And that's it right there. I will call upon him. I'll be saved. And then the Lord liveth where where it just comes that, God, you're the everything. You're my all in all. What else is there? You know, mm -hmm. so uh, thank you for putting up with that. No, I love it. I love it. Uh, for me, I grew up in a church full of hymns, which are beautiful in their own way. But it that was like a, I mean, that was a pretty upbeat rock and song for the tradition, the Christian tradition I grew up in. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> and, 
Yeah, and it's a little ditty. It's kind of yeah. second grady, but I learned a lot of those. Uh, if we jump over to um, twenty nine, verse twenty nine. It keeps going who this God is. You are my lamp, O Lord. The Lord shall enlighten my darkness. For you, I can run against a troop. By my God, I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield. I mean, this whole chapter, the attributes of God, just jump off the pages, don't they? They do. I, I love it. And one thing that I love to do with scriptures like this are either to take a certain color highlighter um, and highlight all of his attributes in purple, mm -hmm. just because God is the, so I use purple for God because he's royal. I don't, I'm sure I did not come up with that. Um, I'm sure I stole that from somebody. I like that. Sorry, I don't know who. Um, maybe Kay Arthur. Anyway, um, and then so all of these names and all of these attributes to, to, you know, I can just look at it and say rock fortress refuge, especially yeah, all those things. And then I put green on the things that I need to do. So like at the end of 31, he is a shield. And then my part is for all those who take refuge in him. Yeah. Again, Sarah, we put, put our trust in. So that's one thing I like, you know, I like to do is, have those quick visual things for me. Yeah. Well, and I just got a, I found the other day um, in my, you know, how poorly I can organize things. I'm not an organizer at all. Um, 104 times uh, I've got these sheets of paper, the names of God, not just mm. the names of God that we know of like Sh Jehovah Shalom. We know that it means the Lord is peace, mm -hmm. but also, Jehovah in Isaiah 26, 4, trust you in the Lord forever, for the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Mm. So you're, you just read my mind when you were talking about doing what you're doing. And, and this is 104 verses that somebody compiled of this. I don't know who I can't, like you, I can't give them credit right now, but everlasting strength. So, um, so can I do another ditty? Yeah, for sure. Maybe I was just going to say, ditty? are you going to sing for us? I kind of got us off on a tangent there, but well, no, 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 no. I, it's probably better that we talk the word than I try to sing, but, um, <laughs> but I really oh, I like see. this little one from Sam. As bad as my mind is working now, I remember these. Yeah. And the sweetness of these after a suicide attempt. I can run through a troop and leap over the wall. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's my strength and my shield. He gives power to all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is the rock of my salvation. There is therefore now no condemnation. I can run through a troop and leap over a wall. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, I... <laughs> I mean, ever since you brought Second Samuel up, I go through the house singing this, and listeners may really be be uh, leery of me now. I go through the house as if I'm dancing with him as I sing this, mm. because it's 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 who he is. I mean, he's it's 
it's and yeah, I, I love it. I can run through a troop and leap over a wall. That's what it says right here. Mm -hmm. um, I can run against a troop and I can leap over a while. Well, he's my strength and my shield. He goes, Jesus, my rock of salvation. There is now for, therefore no condemnation. I mean, so that's another little ditty that when you, um, last week, when you felt like we should go to Psalm 22, Sarah, thank you. I haven't mm. thought these little choruses for a while. And now I do, 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 do. <laughs> All day long, I'm doing these two little ditties. So. I love it. I love it. Well, and I think music definitely has that advantage. We've definitely talked about trying to get music as part of this podcast, and we haven't, we just haven't quite gotten there. But um, I think any, any music is beneficial, especially because it does help us memorize too. And now you yeah. have those verses, you know, they're in, they're in you when you talk about maybe just having a verse to lean on Well, you've got it because it's in a, in a melody for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and the other awesome news is that I remembered them, right? It's like, <laughs> that's fairly miraculous itself. I mean, uh, anyway, anyway. Um, I think that's a work of the Holy Spirit, but that's like in John. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, should we look, we have a few more minutes. Do we want to look? A little bit more at some of these in between verses between your two ditties yeah i've got four to look at but do you have a little no go ahead then yes about? please go ahead 21 22 23 24 the lord rewarded me according to my righteousness according to the cleanness of my hands he has recompensed me for i have kept the ways of the lord and have not wickedly departed from god all his judgments were before me. And as for his statues, I did not depart from them. I was also blameless before him, and I kept myself from my iniquity. We've talked about the word kept. You know what that means to me in First mm. Peter 5, 1, kept. Yeah. I am kept. He means he's a watcher in advance. He's a spy at the gate. That word kept is so powerful. And in here... Here again, what's our part? Hmm. Because he says, and this is sobering. I did the ditties first because this is 21. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. Hmm. And that doesn't mean works. Don't, don't hear me wrong, listeners. It's not like I got to do more good works to have that righteousness. But according to the cleanness of my hands, God does expect us to grow up in Christ. Paul said, I wish that I could give you the meat of the word, but you're just babies. So Paul was saying, come on, let's get to the meat. So this is accountability for me to the Lord. He has recompensed me. And then have I kept, I turn these into questions. Do I keep the ways of the Lord on any given day? I'm kept by him, but am I doing my part in the keeping of what he gives me, mm. what he tells me, what he demands of me as a Christian, you know, in the, in the word, have I kept his ways? Have I not departed from my God? Mm. Uh, have I not departed from his statutes? So kept myself from iniquity. We've got all kinds of time right now to watch. Mm, Mm. <laughs> the, the, 
the things I, I don't know how to say this. It just hit me. Hmm. There is so much trash and so much garbage and so much filth on TV and on the internet and every place else. Have I kept myself from all of that? Hmm. So this is another joint, beautiful joint thing with the Lord. If we're yoked up together in that yoke with Jesus and me together, Jesus and you side by side, are we doing our part of the keeping power? He is. Mm. So this part here really struck me too, because we've talked a lot about kept. Um, but this sheds a new light on it, not just am I kept by God? Do I keep myself from iniquity? Do I keep mm. myself blameless? Do I keep myself in the ways of the Lord? Mm -hmm. So I don't know, Sarah, that's kind of where, that's kind of another section that hit me. Yeah. I appreciate what you shared there because I think I tend to look at that and my first thought is, well, you know, if he's going to, my version says the Lord dealt with me according to my righteousness. Mm. And I just always have to go back to, well, the only real righteousness I have is the righteousness that God's given me in Christ. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I know I'm cleansed because it says in, you know, first John one, nine, that if you mm -hmm. um, confess your sin, God, mm -hmm. who is gracious will forgive your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. That's how I know I'm righteous before him. Mm -hmm. But you're right that it's more than just going and keeping that clean slate with God on maybe an eternal basis, but then on a daily basis or a, a routine basis, it's also, am I intentionally walking in the ways of the Lord? So I, I, I'm glad that you pointed that out because it's more than just, you know, pointing at Jesus and saying, oh, check, that's done. It's no, am I living intentionally in the way he has for me to be yeah. living? It's so much deeper than that. It's, it's in, in with, with COVID um, and all that's going on, even in my living in fear or faith, it is a daily, daily uh, litmus test of we do have our parts to do. It is the onus is on us to grow up, to believe his word, to get closer and closer and closer and closer to him. Really, Paul says, you know, I've been crucified with Christ. I don't live. So really the goal is that Kathy dies. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Jesus told me that Sarah, you die. I mean, that's what Paul is saying right there. So yeah, it's a daily, um, it's so much, it's so much deeper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, there's so much more in this chapter of the Bible. There's actually 51 verses here. And I know that we're not going to try to even pretend to try to cover them in the short time we give ourselves for the podcast each week. But I want to encourage those of you who are listening. We don't usually assign homework, but Kathy and I are both teachers. Uh, so we're going to, I'm going to give some homework if that's okay with you, Kathy. Yes, um, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, I would I'm say a teacher. Anybody... I believe in some homework. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, not homework, but if if you are in a situation, and I know you've kind of heard if you've been following the podcast the last couple of weeks that, you know, my family and I are kind of going through some, some stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it really does help to sit and either highlight or even write in a journal 
the names of God or write in the margin or underline or whatever to say, God is my rock. God is my refuge. God is my shield. And then to say, so what's my response to that? Am I trusting him? Am I keeping his ways? And to go through and even maybe pick just like we did three verses at a time, four verses at a time and go through second Samuel in the next week or so and really sit and ask God to speak to you and into your circumstances, knowing that he is thankfully not just in our circumstances with us, but so much bigger than anything mm -hmm. that we're facing. Mm -hmm. And that one verse was Isaiah 26, four, trust in the Lord forever for the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength mm. in this time of such weakness and such sickness and such, you name it. And people become becoming a little Christians becoming burdened i mean i i get it going through tough stuff mm -hmm. he jehovah according to isaiah 26 4 is mm -hmm. everlasting strength mm -hmm. i have to jump over to jeremiah 12 verse 5 it just blew up last night in my head if you have run because we're talking about strength and perseverance and if you have run with the footman and they have wearied you, then how can you contend with the horses? And if in the land of peace, in which you trusted, they wearied you, then how will you do in the floodplain of the Jordan? Jeremiah is pouring out his heart. He's asking the Lord in 12, how long, Lord, and how long will the land mourn? And how long? Jeremiah is desperate here. And I think this speaks to what we were just talking about. We are in such a season in our land right now. And if we're tired with the footmen, if they'd worried us, how can we contend with the horses? That goes back to what we've been saying about this growth in Christ and this pressing into him. And if in the land of peace in which you trusted, America has been a land of peace mm -hmm. until lately. Then how, if that's, if that's wearied you, how will you do in the floodplain of the Jordan? Mm. So my prayer is that everything we've said today will strengthen each and every believer to fight the fight. Mm -hmm. Fight the fight. Press into God. Fight the fight. Listeners, thanks for joining us today. I encourage you to reach out if you want us to be praying with you. If you have someone, if you want someone to be walking with you, you can email Kathy at K-A-T-H-Y at theteethofgrace.com or feel free to email me at Sarah, S-A-R-A at theteethofgrace.com. We are here. We are happy to be praying along with you. May God bless you.